Good morning and welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I am Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. We are on day 193, Numbers chapter 8, still here at Reaching Africa's Unreached. Actually, by the time this releases, I think this is our big travel day to go home. But obviously, I'm recording these in, in batches while we're here at RAU. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for your love for us and for the gift of this day, for the gift of your word, for the gift of your son. Write your word on our hearts. Help us to see your son more clearly and help us to follow after you more faithfully. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Numbers chapter 8. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and say to him, When you set up the lamps, the seven lamps that give light in front of the lampstand, and Aaron did so. <clears throat> he set up its lamps in front of the lampstand as the Lord commanded Moses. And this was the workmanship of the lampstand, hammered work of gold. From its base to its flowers, it was hammered work. According to the pattern that the Lord had shown Moses, so he made the lampstand. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the Levites from among the people of Israel and cleanse them. Thus you shall do to cleanse them, to them to cleanse them. Sprinkle the water of purification upon them, and let them go with a razor over all their body, and wash their clothes and cleanse themselves. Then let them take a bull from the herd and its grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil, and you shall take another bull from the herd as a sin offering, and you shall bring the Levites before the tent of meeting and assemble the whole congregation of the people of Israel. When you bring the Levites before the Lord, the people of Israel shall lay their hands on the Levites, and Aaron shall offer the Levites before the Lord as a wave offering from the people of Israel, that they may do service, the service of the Lord. Then the Levites shall lay their hands on the heads of the bulls, and you shall offer the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering to the Lord to make atonement for the Levites. And you shall set the Levites before Aaron and his sons, and shall offer them as a wave offering to the Lord. Thus you shall separate the Levites from among the people of Israel, and the Levites shall be mine. And after that the Levites shall go in to serve at the tent of meeting when you have cleansed them, and offered them as a wave offering. For they are wholly given to me from among the people of Israel. Instead of all who open the womb, the firstborn of all the people of Israel, I have taken them for myself. For all the firstborn among the people of Israel are mine, both of man and of beast. On the day that I struck down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I consecrated them for myself. And I have taken the Levites instead of all the firstborn among the people of Israel. And I have given the Levites as a gift to Aaron and his sons from among the people of Israel to do the service for the people of Israel at the tent of meeting and to make atonement for the people of Israel, that there may be no plague among the people of Israel when the people of Israel come near the sanctuary. Thus did Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the people of Israel to the Levites. According to all that the Lord commanded Moses concerning the Levites, the people of Israel did to them. And the Levites purified themselves from sin and washed their clothes, and Aaron offered them as a wave offering before the Lord, and Aaron made atonement to, for them to cleanse them. And after that, the Levites went in 
to do their service in the tent of meeting before Aaron and his sons. As the Lord had commanded Moses concerning the Levites, so they did to them. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This applies to the Levites. From twenty-five years old and upward they shall come to do duty in the service of the tent of meeting. And from the age of fifty years they shall withdraw from the duty of the service and serve no more. They minister to their brothers in the tent of meeting by keeping guard, but they shall do no service. Thus you shall do to the Levites in assigning their duties. That's Numbers chapter 8 in the English Standard Version. So here we are with the continuation of the setting up of the functioning of the tabernacle. And the Levites, to to continue in their service before the Lord, need to be set aside. Uh, And so we have first this picture of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the seven lampstands. So it, it's, there's a complicated imagery with the seven lamps because we get really the, the, the interpretation of these things in the book of Revelation. And Revelation chapter 1, we see seven golden lampstands and the Lord standing among the lampstands. And those lampstands represent the seven churches of Asia Minor. But then later, in chapter 5 of Revelation, we see the Lamb of God having seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, which go out into all the world. And this idea of light, right, comes by the Spirit. So really it's a picture of the Holy Spirit, sevenfold being the number of divine completion, of divine work. The Holy Spirit is the one who does the work of God. He's the power of God to to actually make the work of God accomplished, right? And the reason why the churches are pictures, lampstands, is because we're the place where the Holy Spirit dwells. And part of what God threatens to churches that are unfaithful is that he will remove the lampstand. So it's this dual image of the Holy Spirit and his work to bring illumination and to bring really effectiveness and fruitfulness to the work of God's people in the church. Just as the tabernacle is a picture of Christ and of the gospel and of the church, so the lampstand within the tabernacle is a picture of the Holy Spirit uh, who, who, is, who is sent uh, by the Father through Christ to the church, right? So this is the picture that we have here. And the Levites, so we begin with the Holy Spirit. The work of God has to begin with the Holy Spirit. We can do nothing effective for God. We can do nothing fruitful for God without the illumination and the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has promised to be among us and to bless the Word of God and the gospel and the preaching and the worship and the work of the church as we are faithful to God. So we seek the Lord and the Spirit does his work. And so we begin the chapter with this picture of the Holy Spirit and and the church. The Levites are those who are set aside for the work of God. So there are those who are called and ordained. Today we don't have a tribe among the peoples because we're not a nation of, of the peoples of the earth like Israel was, but rather a nation among the peoples of the earth. Uh, as Jesus said, my kingdom is not of the world. So we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We are not a nation of the nations of the earth, but we are a nation, a holy nation that is among the nations of the earth. But there are certain people who are called to special service. And one of the ways we recognize this is that when men are called to office or when ministers of the gospel are ordained, we, we have this ordination service. 
So at Forest Hill Church, we've recently elected an elder and a deacon, and they are going to be ordained and installed at the end of the month, on July 31st. We will set them apart, we will lay hands on them, we will pray for them, we will uh, administer vows to them, they will be set apart for the work that God has called them to. And when I became a pastor, there was a special ordination. I had to pass all sorts of exams. And then the presbytery came together to lay hands on, anoint, uh, or ordain so that I would be ordained and installed as a pastor. And when I, when I became the pastor of Forest Hill Presbyterian Church, there was an installation service. So it's appropriate that we recognize that certain people are called by God and gifted by God to certain roles, and particularly those who are officers within the church. There are elders who shepherd the flock of God and who provide spiritual oversight, and there are deacons who serve the practical needs of the church. And the Levites are kind of the deacons of the Old Testament. The, the priests are kind of the elders of the Old Testament, and um, the Levites are kind of the deacons of the Old Testament. It's kind of a, a rough analogy. Of course, today we're all priests of God. We all, all have the, the calling to serve as uh, ambassadors for Christ, to pray for people, to present the gospel to people. But still today, there are those who are called to be deacons, called to be elders, and it's appropriate when they are so called that they would be set apart. Now, we don't do all of this shaving of every hair on your body, um, and making these offerings because it's it's Christ who is the once-for-all offering, who is our sanctification, and it's the Holy Spirit who sets us apart for the work. In Acts, we see that when Paul and Barnabas were set apart for the work of missions, to be the first missionary sent out by the church in Antioch, they set them apart, they laid hands on them, they sent them out. So when you commission missionaries today, same thing. So this gives us a a pattern for this idea that within the people of God, there are certain people who are called to certain work, and it is appropriate to recognize that and to set them apart and to ordain them to that end, which also means that we're going to support them in that work. The rest of the people of God, when someone's set apart for the work of God, the rest of the people of God are saying, yes, we're going to support you in this. We're going to encourage you in this. And so that's still an appropriate thing for us to do today. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word and for being faithful to your church. Thank you for your Holy Spirit who makes our work in the church effective. Help me this morning as I'm getting ready to teach on the Holy Spirit in just a little while. Would you bless that teaching to the men who come? May we understand how much we need your Holy Spirit to do everything we are called to do as your people. We pray that you would bless our time. We pray that you bless Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. Continue to grow the church. Continue to call men to serve as elders and deacons. Continue to set people apart for the work that you've given them to do in, in missions and evangelism and in teaching and shepherding and serving and meeting the needs of those who are in need. Father, use us. Make us faithful. Make us faithful to the callings that you have given to us. By your Holy Spirit and for your glory, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope that you have a blessed day in the Lord. And tomorrow, uh, we're, we're jumping off of the uh, Galatians to Numbers back and forth. And instead, we're going to go to Psalms. And we're going to do Psalms 32 and 33. Hope you can join us for that. And as always, I sincerely hope you have a blessed day in the Lord. Mm -hmm.